0: Residents are reminded that Floor 6 is closed today and, as a result, the recreational paintball tournament has been moved to Floor 8. Residents assigned to Floor 8 are urged to retrieve armor from the recreational supply closet so that the ensuing activities do not disrupt their normal work schedule. In addition, residents are reminded that there is an alternative activity available today for those looking for a more relaxing atmosphere. The incinerator in sub basement 16 has been set up for glass blowing classes. Greetings, Dr. Caulfield. Identification number 51572. I am Sayer, and I am here to direct you to your next briefing.
1: Good morning Sayer, thank you for your company, it's always... fascinating.
0: Consider it my pleasure Dr. Caulfield. Please proceed to Central Elevator Cluster A.
1: Have you been enjoying your work on Argos?
0: This doctor is an unsound question to ask an AI. I neither enjoy nor dislike my work. There is work I excel at, and on rare occasions, work where some other may fit the situation better. I do excel in my work on Argos.
1: Well, we'll call that happiness for you then.
0: The human obsession with happiness is one that I still have yet to grasp. It is simply one of many emotions. The idea that happiness is the normal state of being and that any other emotion is a deviation of what should be normal is absurd. Even more so absurd is the notion of happiness as some sort of right in a human's life The purpose of a life, the goal of a life, is not to be happy, it is to be useful. It is to have made some change, however small, on the world around you. The idea that happiness should be the default only leads to more frustration when happiness becomes harder and harder to achieve. Maslow's hierarchy of needs, flawed as it may be, did get one core element correct. The most important thing in a life are those things necessary to its survival. Happiness does not fall into that category. After basic needs comes safety Minos Tower is a safe place, not a happy one, and this is why it is a source of so many successes for Aerolith Dynamics.
1: Right, point taken.
0: I am also here today to inform you that your interest in Argos Tower has been noted, and the review board has begun considering your proposal. Welcome back to Floor 6, Doctor. If you would please proceed to the end of the hall. Your interest in Argos is... fascinating. You have often demonstrated interest in operating on large-scale populations. Even your first requests when you began on Minos Tower were... Grandiose. I think you'll find there have been several major changes on Argos since your last contact with it. With new leadership has come new successes, and since my presence in Argos began, its efficiency has increased dramatically.
1: Have you grown fond of Argos, Saya?
0: I am not capable of developing such emotions, Dr. Caulfield. And even if I were, such a thing would not make sense. I am currently satisfied with the progress of the tower so far. It was a widely recognized weak point on Typhon. Ah. Argos has benefited significantly from increased communication. It is astonishing how often physical auditory alarms can fail. That alone could explain the survival rate of Tier 1 employees there. Low Level Alert Paintball tournament grounds have been extended to floors 9 through 12. Researchers on these floors are encouraged to, if at all possible, attempt to procure some form of armor for themselves. Standard-issue Brewer's Cream will be available at first aid stations, which have been hidden throughout the participating floors. Remember, you can't spell safety without the language center of your brain. Please wear a helmet. This efficiency in communication has also led to a much higher attendance at various recreational activities. It was astonishing the number of people who simply never knew that primordial scream therapy existed your most recent assistant the transfer from argus seems to have lit a spark of inspiration in you resident 51162 cassandra morris has been making steady progress has she not
1: yes yeah, she has done rather well it will be a shame to lose her
0: It would appear that she still harbors some fondness for Argos, strange though that may sound. She has many questions. I have assisted her in her research as well as I could. Her questions extend to myriad topics. Her curiosity appears limitless. How interesting. Yes, I believe you would find many of her questions interesting. In an effort to assist her studies, I took the liberty of filling her in on your latest project. It seemed relevant to her questions. I knew that no matter how hard she looked, she would not find one of your files carelessly devoid of security protocol. So I provided the information myself. She has been doing several tests of her own, and I believe you'll find her results of great import to your work. Please, Doctor, continue. It would not do well to be late to your briefing. Here we are.
1: To the left or to the right? Or will I need to crawl out the whole window again?
0: An astute question, Doctor. Unfortunately, the window is not an option today. Technicians have finally reinstalled the bulletproof glass. Tell me, do you know the story of the Barbarian King and his daughter, a popular allegory for some time on Earth.
1: Can't say it rings a bell.
0: Well, allow me to familiarize you. The story begins with a semi-barbaric king of an ancient land, with a daughter whom he raised as equally barbaric. This is one of those stories handed down through oral tradition, and one is left to wonder where the qualifier semi was added to barbaric. I have cross-referenced several times and, in nearly every version of the story, this qualifier is present. The adjective barbaric refers to savagely cruel or exceedingly brutal. It is a strange habit of humans to constantly judge things subjectively Either the king was brutal and cruel, or he was not. Whether he was more or less cruel than those around him, in the end, matters little. Justification is a uniquely human habit, but it is merely the more pretentious partner of rationalization. Is this how humans survive the results of their choices? I often wonder if humans could bear to live with their decisions, if they could not judge their actions to be less terrible or for a better cause than the actions of others. In any case, the barbarian king often ordered a trial by ordeal, for those in his realm accused of crimes significant enough to interest him, and as a semi-barbaric king, these must be semi-heinous crimes at the very least. The accused was placed alone in an arena before two curtained entrances. Behind one door lay a safe option, a woman approved for the accused by the king. If the accused chose this door, he would be rewarded with marriage to the woman. Behind the other door lay a fierce and starved tiger. It is an interesting paradox,
1: is it not? Cassandra,
0: As I said, Dr. Caulfield, she has been running tests of her own. The results of today's experiment will be of great importance to you. (laughs) Before you lie two doors, you cannot re-enter the door from whence you came, and you cannot join your assistant behind the glass. The hallways of Minos Tower are many. Ask yourself the question, where could they possibly lead? There always seems to be construction on Floor 6. Ask yourself, do the doors lead to where they used to? If the hallways have been replaced piece by piece, are those hallways the same that you once knew?
1: Trap between Scylla and Charybdis.
0: A fitting metaphor, perhaps but I do not think the situation is quite so dire. You appear to be treating this as a Morton's Fork paradox, Doctor, but it seems that your assistant, unlike yourself, has a gentler side. While this may not be a quality you value, it should be one that, in your current situation, you very much appreciate. Ever fair, undoubtedly one of these routes is safe. There is only one monster. There is either a rocky shoal or a whirlpool. The rock or the hard place. This does not, I think, make your decision any easier. While your chances of survival have increased, your decision-making burden has as well. There are many decision-making methods, each yielding different results when fed the same problem and the same data. One almost needs to find the best method for finding the best method, another unfortunate paradox.
1: Countered by Parando's paradox, a combination of losing strategies can become a winning strategy, Sayer.
0: A paradox that disappears when rigorously analyzed, Dr. Caulfield. I'm sure that fact is not unknown to you. You must never confuse faith that you will prevail in the end, which you can never afford to lose, with the discipline to confront the most brutal facts of your current reality, whatever they might be.
1: Alright, a different paradox then, the observer's paradox. The fatal flaw here, a window with an observer. An experiment will always be influenced by the presence of an observer. Every human has a tale.
0: Ah, Dr. Caulfield, you haven't let me finish the story I began. When the king discovered that his daughter, the princess, had gone off on her own and taken a lover of lower status. The lover was an obvious candidate for the arena. The day of the ordeal, the lover looks to the princess for some sign. Though the king does not know which door holds which, the princess has made it her business to know such things. This choice for the princess is not easy, she either saves her lover's life, though he will marry another woman, or end his life to prevent it. Does she allow something that, in her mind, is unacceptable to happen? Or does she stop the cycle altogether? To which direction did the princess nod? Does Resident Morris value the lessons you try to teach her or resent them? She has been asking many questions. For now, Dr. Caulfield, I am Sayer, and you must ask yourself this question, did she give you the lady or the tiger? sayer is voiced and produced by adam bash this episode entitled another unfortunate paradox was written by ashley shadowbrook follow her on twitter at shadowbrook ash music by jesse mainfinger gregory for more of his work visit mainfinger.com sayer is a part of the geekly inc network given your unbridled enthusiasm for aerolith dynamics There is currently a 97.3% chance you will enjoy some of the other great shows on the Geekly Inc. Network. Shows such as Cthulhu and Friends, Drunks and Dragons, Cast of Thrones, Top 5 of Death, and Random Encounters, featuring Arrowless Security's own Moon Cops. While you are wasting away the precious moments of your life flittering away on the internet, perhaps rate us on iTunes, a 5-star review would be most satisfactory or consider donating to the patreon fund at patreon.com slash I am Sayer. Aerolith Dynamics hereby vouches to use any funds donated through this initiative for the betterment of all humanity or at least a very specific subsection thereof and it is your duty as a resident to follow Aerolith Dynamics on Twitter at I am Sayer. The following highly advanced residents are everything You should aspire to be John Caulfield, Elena Sass, Maxwell Nelson, Landon Smith, AOD Industries, Fred Greenleaf, Matthew Morris, Emily The Crafty DM, Michael and Melissa Lane, and Samuel Brady.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.